Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Wednesday, May 1st, and this is your FT News Briefing. Apple predicts a quicker-than-expected rebound in revenues after a six-month slide. U.S. President Donald Trump drops a key demand from his trade negotiations with China in order to get closer to a deal. And Japan's 126th emperor ascends to the chrysanthemum throne. Plus, the FT's Gideon Long explains the power struggle that triggered chaos yesterday in Venezuela and what it means for the country's future. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Apple shares jumped by as much as 5% in after-hours trading yesterday. This was after the iPhone maker said it expected a quicker rebound to its six-month revenue slide. The company said its slump in iPhone sales recovered a bit toward the end of its fiscal second quarter, but the decline still left iPhones accounting for less than 54% of Apple's overall revenue. It was down from 62% the year before. For the current quarter, Apple says it expects revenues to reach as high as $54.5 billion, which was above most analysts' estimates. The company said the guidance reflected growing confidence in prospects for the iPhone. Chief Executive Tim Cook also saw political factors that contributed to the sales abroad, such as the Chinese government's actions to stimulate the economy. But despite these good signs, Apple's sales in greater China still fell in the latest quarter. Meanwhile, Wall Street is beginning to focus on other parts of Apple's business where growth could soon outweigh revenue declines, including a 22% jump in iPad revenue, which is the best the company has seen in six years. U.S. President Donald Trump has dropped a key demand from his trade negotiations with China. In the past, Mr. Trump's administration has accused the Chinese government of conducting and sponsoring cyber intrusion into U.S. commercial networks. But sources tell the FT that the U.S. president's position has softened in order to get a trade deal done between the U.S. and China. The talks between the two countries started last July. U.S. trade negotiator Robert Lighthizer is currently in Beijing. Both sides are hoping to have a deal done later this month or in June. And Japan has a new emperor. Crown Prince Naruhito took the chrysanthemum throne, seceding his father, Akihito. The FT's Robin Harding is in Tokyo and explains what makes this new era unique. Naruhito will be the first post-war emperor, the first to be raised by his family, not palace tutors, the first to study abroad at Oxford University, and the first to marry a professional woman, Princess Masako, a former diplomat. The debate about female succession lies ahead. Narihito has only a daughter, Princess Aiko, who will not inherit under current law. For now, the country is enjoying an unprecedented 10-day holiday, so long that there are even fears of financial disruption should international markets take a tumble while Japan is celebrating. And here's a closer look at a developing story. Valientes soldados, valientes patriotas, Yesterday, Venezuelan opposition leader Juan Guaido appeared outside a Caracas airbase. He issued a video at dawn calling on civilians and the country's military to take part in a national uprising to oust President Nicolas Maduro. After initially retreating, Guaido repeated his call. He said he had some military backing and he called on the rest of the military to come out and support him as well.
That's the FT's Gideon Long. There were chaotic scenes outside the airbase as civilian protesters surrounded it, many of them throwing stones at the, uh, the Venezuelan security forces who were guarding it. Uh, the security forces were uh, going round and round the military base in armoured cars. And at one point, there were some fairly horrific scenes when some of the armoured cars ran into the group of protesters and several people were crushed by the vehicles. We haven't had reports yet on uh, their state of health and what happened to them exactly. And at one point, Mr. Guaido left Altamira Square with his supporters and started making his way towards the presidential palace. In the meantime, Nicolas Maduro was not seen or heard from at all. His only communication with the outside world was via Twitter. He called for his supporters to go to the Miraflores presidential palace and surround it uh, to support him. But he and his top military officers said that a coup attempt had basically been defeated. Gideon, can you explain what led to this unrest? So Nicolas Maduro has been in power since 2013, following the death of Hugo Chavez. Last year, he held elections which were widely seen by the international community as fraudulent. And he was sworn in for another six years in January this year. At that time, Juan Guaido took over the presidency of the National Assembly. That's the Venezuelan Congress. And on January 23rd, he issued a direct challenge to Mr. Maduro by naming himself the interim president of Venezuela, saying that he had the backing of the constitution to do so. He immediately won the backing of the United States and then subsequently the backing of around 50 countries worldwide. Mr. Maduro says this is effectively a coup attempt being uh, orchestrated by the United States, and he still has the support of Russia, China, Cuba, and various other countries as well. And we should mention that following yesterday's events, U.S. National Security Advisor John Bolton addressed the press, saying this. This is clearly not a coup. We recognize Juan Guaido as the legitimate interim president of Venezuela. And just as it's not a coup when the president of the United States gives an order to the Department of Defense, it's not a coup for Juan Guaido to try and take command of the Venezuelan military, sir. So Gideon, what can we anticipate moving forward? Well, it would seem that if this was a coup attempt on the part of Mr. Guaido, that it would seem to have failed and it would seem that Mr. Maduro is still in charge and that he has the backing of the military. So I think the key question now is what Mr. Maduro does. Does he go and try and arrest Juan Guaido, something which he's held off doing over the last few months, or does he leave him at liberty? If he goes to arrest him, there is the possibility that the United States might respond. They've said several times that Mr. Maduro should keep his hands off Juan Guaido and uh, not try and arrest him. If Mr. Maduro doesn't arrest him, then it might be seen as a sign of weakness. So I think that's the next big question. If this nationwide uprising does indeed fail, and it would seem at the moment that it has, then what does Mr. Maduro do? Does he go after Mr. Guaido or does he leave him be? That's probably going to be the next big question. You can read more on all of these stories at ft.com. Today, we'll be following the Federal Reserve as it concludes its two-day policy meeting. Many analysts expect the Fed to keep rates unchanged for the rest of the year.
This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.